1: the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't miss the new docuseries, Black Twitter, a people's history from Onyx Collective
2: and Hulu. Based on the Wired cover story by Jason Parham and directed by Princess Penny, executive producer of Insecure Black Twitter, a people's history tells the story of how black voices found a new home online and blossomed into a force for change while laying down some hilarious tweets along the way. If you were there for Meet Me in Temecula or Thanksgiving Clapback, you need to see this series. If you weren't there, time to dive in. Watch how Black Lives Matter grew and gained force because of the voices on Black Twitter, bringing these issues to the forefront like never before. From the memes to the movements, see how this powerful community shapes culture, society, and politics. Black Twitter, a people's history, is now
3: streaming on Hulu. Challenge Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: Wake up, the Breakfast Club
6: another-
5: is on. Wake up, the Breakfast Club, Envy, and Charlemagne, the voice of the culture.
6: You think I'm gonna come here when this ain't hot?
5: See, y'all
7: are different. Y'all, are the culture, it's different. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all know what y'all talking.
6: This is probably becoming the most prominent form for here hop.
8: Being here next to all of you guys it's really The
9: breakfast club bitches wake up Good morning USA Yo 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 yo
1: yo 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 Good morning. Good morning, Beasy
9: baby. Yeah, what's I up, Beasy baby? I didn't have
8: my little good morning. Y'all, y'all are coordinated with the way y'all say good morning. <laughs> I, I was still working on mine, but good morning, friends. It's been thirteen go. years, man.
9: <laughs> you know, you gotta have something, and it came naturally too. It did. Yeah, that was pause, pause. That was like the first thing we did when we first opened the microphones. Uh, thirteen years. Well, you know what's crazy? It's almost fourteen years. Almost fourteen now. years. Yeah, December. I think December second. Was it? Something. I'm not. Uh, I don't yeah, know. December around December, December something. Yeah, it's almost 14 years mm-hmm. now. So.
8: Oh, the Breakfast Club is a Sagittarius.
9: Yes. Mm-hmm. Like my wife. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. Yeah. Beezy baby. Tell them where you from, <laughs> Beasy, baby.
8: <laughs> uh, originally from Reading, PA, but I'm in Atlanta right now. Spent a, a big uh, section of my life in Columbia, South Carolina. So, shout out to the 803.
1: You already know. So, we had an argument the other day on radio. The outlets that's out there, not the Reading outlets, the other ones, what are they called? Begins Vanity with a T. Fair outlets. T. T. It begins with a T. Tangier. It's, it's, it's not. That's everywhere. Though. But, That's but what not is it really... called? What do you call it? Is it tanger
9: or tongue? What did you call it? Tanger. I, I thought I called it tanger. No, you call it tanger or something stupid. What's it like called?
8: That. I would say tanger. Okay. Tanger. I, I don't remember. I don't remember.
9: Tanger,
8: You said call
1: it Tang. I call it tanger. I don't remember. You confuse me now. Now I'm the Lord.
8: Tanger is like the orange powder.
1: Tanger. You know used to put Tang, Tang, yeah. Tang. That was Tang. Oh, no, it's the
9: Tangier outlets. Tangier? I don't know. We had argument. The Tangier outlets.
1: Anyway, well, Jada Pinkett Smith will be joining us this morning, man. Her book Worthy is out right now. We're gonna talk to Jada Pinkett Smith. I've been waiting
9: to have this conversation. Simply because uh, I feel like people get caught up in reading the headlines, but nobody's actually read the book. Yes. And if you actually uh, have read the book, then you know it's a fantastic body of work. And if you're if you haven't read the book, just based off the headlines, then you are really missing um a, 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 a just just a great body of work. Mm-hmm. You know, a great body of work. A person that is showing their vulnerability That's and right. uh, is on a a path and a journey to worthiness. And like healing. we all are. That's yes, right. If you've ever dealt with any type of imposter syndrome in your life and you're trying to get to a place of Worthy, uh, you would really, really enjoy her book. That's right. But you got to read it. Mm-hmm. Not all you're going to care about is the Will Smiths and the Tupacs and everything else.
1: So much more than that. So, so many gems she's given us, and we're going to chop it up with her uh, in a little bit. That conversation we actually had yesterday was uh, over an hour long. That's why a lot of you guys seen the clip
9: that was floating around about her talking about uh, lawsuit. Oh, well, we put that clip out because that's what everybody was talking about, at least, well, at least on the the nigger net of social media. Correct. You know, so it's like you know what? Let's be part of the algorithm. <laughs> let's be, let's let's be let's, part let's of it. Be yeah. un- let's let's be, join un- in. And the TMZ was downstairs. Yeah. You know, stepping on our our, 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 our toes. Our, our, our toes. But yeah, a little you know? bit. Yeah.
8: But the little image they they pulled of her was. Kind of familiar to the image that Tupac, when he was spitting at the camera... That's what I said. Oh, okay. She channeled her inner it's, Tupac it's, yesterday.
1: Yes, yeah, it's, it's funny you said that. I put that in the group chat yesterday. I had the picture waiting. <laughs> All right, but let's get the show cracking. When we come back, front page news. Tesslyn Figueroa will be joining us. And don't forget, again, next hour, Jada Pinkett Smith will be here. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV the the God. We are The Breakfast Club. We got BZ Baby, our guest co-host. Yes. And let's get in some front page news. Good morning, Tess.
2: Good morning, DJ MD. Good morning, BZ. Good
1: morning, Good morning. God. he Peace, Tess. Uh, let's start off with some quick sports. So, Draymond Green has been suspended for five games. All right? He will miss out on $769,000 in salary, and he's being fined $25,000. Damn. I mean, I mean,
9: that's, that, that's a lot. That is still a lot of money. I yeah. thought he would get like three to five,
1: though. Yeah, and that's for suspending Rudy Gobert. Now, Rudy got uh, fined $25,000, and Clay Thomas got Find twenty five. I don't know why
9: Clay got fined anything. Because Clay is the one that uh you know the, the dude was tussling with and he ripped his jersey. I don't, mm-hmm. It don't look like Clay was instigating that situation
1: to me. Mm-hmm. And in football, the Bengals take on the Ravens at eight fifteen. Now, what are we starting off with, uh, tears.
2: We're going to start off with uh, the Breonna Taylor. Uh, for those that don't know, the jury started deliberating on that case on Monday in the federal trial. A former Louisville police officer who was accused of violating Breonna Taylor's rights by opening fire on her apartment the night she was killed in the botch raid. Take a listen to the report
8: the jury in this federal case went home for the night and after three days there is still no verdict. Now this is a much longer deliberation process compared to last year's state trial against Brett Hankison when it took jurors only three hours to acquit the former detective. Now this jury is deciding whether Hankison is guilty or not guilty on two counts of civil rights violations for blindly firing 10 shots into Brianna Taylor's apartment during a police raid in March of 2020
9: I mean they should definitely win that civil rights case right? I would think so.
1: Yeah,
2: what, what? Yeah, we're hoping so. You know, and again, just as a reminder, as we heard the report, uh, he was found not guilty on the state side. So the federal, uh, the federal side decided to take up these charges. So hoping for, you know, a um, him to be found guilty in that. And they must be able to prove that he had excessive force and put innocent lives at risk, where a pregnant woman, her spouse, and children were sleeping, viol- violating their constitutional rights. And to return a guilty verdict, the jury must agree uh, that he uh, deprived the people in both apartments of their constitutional rights and that he acted willfully uh they also are deciding if he used a dangerous weapon and attempted to kill so that's uh, so we crazy know, yeah. it's
9: crazy that they have to determine excessive force right. and whether or not he used a dangerous weapon a gun is not a dangerous weapon it's like somebody mm-hmm. died yeah like, what are we mm-hmm. talking about
2: mm-hmm. and it's a good sign that you know, well they say it's a good, sign, typically a good sign when the jury you know is still deliberating in today you know three or four so um hopefully we can get some news on that by the end of the week. But, you know, st- stay there as long as it takes for them to argue and, you know, sort through all the evidence and hopefully return back a guilty, a guilty burden, a verdict for that family.
1: That's right. Yep. All right. Well, mm-hmm. that is front page news. Thank you, Tez. Absolutely. And let me shout out to one of our, our producers, Sim Sima Samantha. I know we have an extra minute. I just want to salute to her. Today is her two year anniversary of being cancer free. Oh, wow. That is very, very dope. So I want to salute to Sim Sim and Samantha. Look at
9: God. God is good.
1: That's right. Salute to God.
9: All praises due to God. All praises to God. Yes.
1: Absolutely. Drop a bomb for her, too, in that fight and that road that she took, too. So salute to her. For everybody else, all right. Get it off your chest. 800 585 1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800 585 1051. Get it off your chest. Call
5: us up right now.
1: It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: The Breakfast Club
6: It's a new day
5: This is your time to get it off your chest Wake up Whether you're mad
6: or blessed It's time to get up and get
5: something Call up now 800-585-1051 We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club
6: Hello, who's this? Morning, morning guys It's Walker from Toronto Hey Walker
1: from Toronto Get it off your chest brother
6: I just want to say It's much more easier To spread negative energy Than positive energy Yes it is mm-hmm. And um Jada Pinkett book Is an awesome read Yes it is Man I cried in it I laughed in it And I feel her pain And I just want to say kneeling energy Especially her and her family mm-hmm. And uh just want
9: to say you guys keep doing a good job. Well, I can't wait till uh, you hear the conversation that we had next hour, because, you know, right. one of the things, as soon as you read the book, the first thing you say to yourself is, oh, everybody's having the wrong conversations here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Hello, who's this? Mod from there. Maud, baby.
1: Did I say that right? You, sir? Yes, sir.
9: All right, get it off your chest. Yes, sir, I just wanted to ask Charlemagne, how you feeling this morning? Blessed, black and highly favored, sir. How you? Yes, sir. Black bless and highly favored. <laughs> <laughs> um And uh, good morning to that co-host I don't know I, I, I
6: Beasy baby Beasy baby
8: If you say my name three how times you, you I'm going to show up
6: Good morning Oh, beautiful Hey, hey, hey <laughs> Good morning <laughs> I just want to ask you Charlemagne Could you do me a favor? Yes, sir When uh, when Jada gets there Could you ask her Please What did she say to him To make him get up?
9: To make him get up? Oh, during the Oscar The Oscar get class. Class. Yeah, on the Oscar night Yes, yes She, yes. she, she, she didn't to say nothing To make him, uh, you know, react She didn't say nothing to him We all seen the video she had to say something when that camera cut away. No, she ain't say nothing to him. Nothing at all. That was all. That was all on Will. That that was a reaction from from that.
10: Hmm. Okay. The
9: spirit of pocket in that man. Um, okay. <laughs> Goodbye, man. Read the book, man. <laughs> Goodbye, man. I'm telling you, I can tell who has read the book, <laughs> and I can tell who has read the headlines. If you read the headlines, I understand exactly why you feel the way you do. But when you read the book in context, I guarantee you have a different perspective. Hello, who's this?
11: Hello, hi,
1: this is Leandra Hey,
9: Leandra, get it off your chest, mama
12: Um,
11: I just wanted to talk about The fact that I feel like Women need to heal from my past trauma You said what? Say that again, mama That us women need to heal from
8: my past trauma mm. Amen, you ain't lying Why you say that, I though? Feel
11: like I, because I'm honestly Messing up such a great relationship That I have because of my past trauma mm. And my own insecurities In the past, and I really realize it's just so important for us to heal because we are in the mood such things that don't come by often anymore.
9: You need to be here next hour with us As we talk to Jada Pinkett Smith absolutely. That is absolutely, positively The conversation You cannot love somebody Until you truly love yourself And you cannot be happy with somebody Until you are truly happy with yourself That's right
8: And 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 I think part one of this is You know it So now that you know I got ish, I gotta unpack You can let him know So that y'all can try to get through this space together That's And hopefully right. you don't ruin a good thing Absolutely right.
1: Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need the vent, phone lines are wide open. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club.
6: Ray, Ray, Ray. Yo, Charlamagne. Nancy, what up? Are we live?
5: This is your time to get it off your chest. I
6: got an indoor pool, an outdoor pool.
5: We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club.
6: We can get on the phone right now. here will tell you what it is. It. We live?
5: Hello, who's this? Yo, hey, this kid from Jersey. Jim,
1: from Jersey, what part of Jersey? Uh over there by the Brunswick area. Okay, Brunswick, all right. You ain't wanna say the area, you just want to say over there by the Brunswick area. All right, I ain't mad at you. <laughs> Get it off your chest, brother.
6: Hey man, these these uh these punksters over here at Walmart
9: getting out of control and I don't have to punch somebody in the mouth last week. Okay, congratulations. What happened?
6: What happened? Yeah. yeah man, it's two of these guys come in here, and one of them asks me a question and another two come from behind and try to get my pants down luckily i got a belt on i turned around since right to the moon. i don't know what's going on around here with
9: that man yeah he lucky he didn't get shot because that's a bit much that's yeah. that's actually kind of that's yeah, sexual assault that really that sexual
13: assault.
9: yeah, yeah
1: there well there's the
8: prank yeah there's that ain't a prank, a
1: prank. Dude, that's when you just got to prank him back you just got to grab him and start humping him and they'll just they'll be no, all confused no cause oh, then now no you, now now you're going to get oh uh,
9: man
6: that, that video is viral that video is viral that messed me up no yeah, but they got to stop With them pranks
1: Thank you, Jed
9: Yep By the way, the joke's Going to be on you If you're a man Who winds up on another man Tries to pull their pants down And then you get charged With sexual assault You know what I mean? You're going to have That mug shot gonna... Forever for and, and, and that's going to be the story You tried to sexually assault A man in Walmart You sexually assaulted A man in Walmart And
1: then with sexual assault There's certain things You can't do, right? You can't Go to certain
9: daycare school.
1: <laughs> imagine having
9: to register man. as a sex offender because you sexually assaulted a man in Walmart as a prank I'm trying that's to go right. viral that's right and yeah. then when you go to prison somebody gonna prank your ass damn it man <laughs> okay
6: hello who's this what's up man this d'angelo from lansing michigan man how you doing what up though get it off your chest man i just want to get off my chest man all these women stop bashing these women that want to be married man that want to hold down their man want to submit to their man they not pick me they not none of that. It's just women that understand what life is and what what love is and what the beautiful thing is, man. And these better women, man, see to find somebody or get less lonely with a dog dying alone, in the words of Kevin, Kevin Samuels. You know what I'm saying? Damn.
8: Amen. He, I mean, he mad, but he got a right to be mad about that. I
6: I, 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 I I've been married. I've been married twelve years now, man. It's been beautiful, y'all. And it's like I'm looking online. Everybody trying to explain to you how to be in a relationship what a relationship is supposed to be, what love's supposed to be like, and women mad at women that want to be good women as uh, men. You know what I'm saying? That What we need in our community, what we lack in our community, people mad at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, get these women a break, man. Get married. Have a family. Raise us up, man. Get us out of the community. Or get our community in a better spot, man. Cause it Start with family. To me, I you know agree with
9: you. They, they're only mad because right, they're miserable. Mm-hmm. That's really what they want. They want what the, uh, those, ladies, those ladies have.
6: This guy, Charlie, man, man, I, I seen a real on uh, Instagram. A woman was at her at her wedding day, but she got on her knees and t- I promised her husband, "Well, everything she gonna be to him." Man, the comment section went crazy. These women was mad, man. I was like, "Damn, get you a man that, that that's worth that." Don't be hating. Just get somebody that's worth.
9: That. That's real, okay. Okay, man. All right, uh, brother. You have so a That's movie. all I want to say, brother.
6: Get it
1: off your chest. 800-585-1051 If you need to vent, you can hit us up. We have bz Baby here. She's our guest co-host. We got rumors on the way. Give us a little tease. What are we, we talking about?
8: We do. It looks like Tiger Woods may officially be getting cleared after his ex admits she was never the victim of sexual abuse by him. So we got that coming up. Also going to talk about the baby and whether or not he regrets those homophobic comments. What Ti is doing good in the hood. All right, just a little bit. We got a lot. Just a little bit. A little bit. I, I, a little bit. I want to tell him more. I'm that's excited. A, a we'll do, when, okay. right. we'll do it when we come back.
1: Good teases that's right. We'll do when we come back.
0: Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN
14: and ABC. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics,
7: Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got our special guest co-host, BZ Baby, with us. And let's jump right into the rumors.
8: If you say my name, BZ Baby, B-Z, Baby, Energy it's about
5: This fall. is the rumor of BZ Baby.
8: You can be mad when people don't understand your dream because God didn't give them your vision. Well, here's juice. All right. So by now, most of us have heard that Kiki Parma was temporarily granted custody of her son. And she also got the restraining order against her son's father, Darius Jackson.
13: Mm-hmm.
8: Well, the filing caused, accused Darius of being mentally and physically abusive. We saw the pictures. Since then, she and Darius's families have been going back and forth and it's been all over social media. There is some new audio of Kiki's mama, Sharon, cussing Darius out. Check this out.
5: I'm sure. I don't know what
6: the that, that. About to about to That's what you <laughs> raised. That's what you raised. You are, yeah, and what your mom raised. Okay. I'm sure. Alright, so about that bullet you again?
7: Keep with, me, you might get okay. keep with me,
5: Okay. Okay. Yeah.
7: I tried to be nice because I thought you had some mental problems. Nope. So I tried to
11: be nice. But oh, yes. you're going to talk about my daughter? You're going
17: to arrest my daughter? You're going to talk about Usher? Usher is gay. You and know your stupid family, you don't even understand the business. Usher is
7: gay, guys. Tell you her to put some clothes on. Told her to put some Tell clothes on. Told usher. You to, usher. Tell her to put some clothes on. Usher get a shot.
9: Yeah. I'm not I'm not even acknowledging that. I, I I really don't even want to hear any of this. Like, cause nothing is private anymore. We don't need all this transparency. And who recorded this?
8: Yeah, I don't know, but the conversation went from the conversation she was having with him to mm-hmm. a conversation where she was talking about his family. Now, not only has Usher gotten dragged into it, but his family got dragged into it. Check it
5: out. You ain't got a family. You're a family. You have your brother. Your sister
6: that you They have nothing to do with this. They have nothing to do with this. They have nothing to do with this. Yeah, they do. No, they don't. She the one guy thinking
7: you can go around and harass women. Because your daddy harassed her. Okay. Your grandmama told me, your grandma told me his mama's crazy. We've never been able to do anything with
2: her. I don't know why my son stayed with her, but yeah, she's crazy. And if Darius is listening to her, he should be ashamed of himself. That's
19: what your damn grandmama told me
7: that's what his dad said. <laughs> Your grandma told me Your mama was crazy And
9: that if you wanted to listen to your mama she's sympathetic. and so is he you damn. If grandma said it, case closed <laughs> if grandma said so crazy, crazy. Crazy. Whoever recorded this Seems like they was trying to make Kiki's mom look crazy Correct But it doesn't make her look crazy It makes her sound the way you would think a mother would sound If she felt someone hurt her child If you allegedly hurt someone's child That's exactly how any mother Absolutely. would react You're going to get invited to private parts yes. She might say she's going to kill you Your yes. whole family trash Yes. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump
8: out on the limit. I'm a mother of four daughters.
9: Mm-hmm.
8: It would have been way worse. By yeah. the way,
9: by the way, B-Z is a you are a convicted fella.
8: I am a convicted fella. Yes. So I understand. <laughs> this right here, I'm empathetic. <laughs> like
9: again, I get it. <laughs> I mean <laughs> put in some work. You know what
1: I'm saying? No, that's her daughter. Like how how do you want her to react? That's and, her and daughter. Somebody hurt her daughter, somebody disrespected her daughter. Yeah, how would you want a mom to react?
8: Well, we know how Kiki reacted because we got audio of her talking to Darius. Check it out
19: that because you're nuts. Yeah. There's no reason for you to say that. Jezebel, calling me Haiti. That's all necessary. You do all of that unnecessarily because something's wrong with your mind. It's not normal. You sound like you have a broken brain and you need to go to see somebody because you're chemically imbalanced. There's nothing that I've done for you to stay on that page. People have endured more. I've endured more from you, and I don't do that to you. I don't sit up there and call y'all your of names and do stuff like that. You randomly have an episode, and then you harass me for an hour straight.
9: Usher shots weren't necessary, though. Not at all. If I'm Usher, I'm never speaking to the Palmer family ever again. But you Kiki, know what I'm Kiki was really watered down compared to Mama. Yeah, you're supposed to shut Mama down. Yeah. Like, what that, because what did that, like, why? My mother was so, my mom was so
1: enraged, and, you, and they didn't know the phone, the phone call was being taped, so they just they think they're talking in family. She probably
9: talked to I her mom. I don't care. After, if that's how that. you talk to me, if that's how you talk about me when I'm not around, don't be smiling up in my face well, that's when we mama. see each other. How do you I, shut mama down?
8: How do you shut your mother down when she's like that? Yeah, when well, she's so enraged? Way, how would mama know that? Where mama uh, get that
9: from? <laughs>
8: you know what I'm saying but you the know what? when moms Maybe. get angry they just say anything oh,
9: anything yeah but that ain't a good that ain't a good one No, that wasn't a good that one. wasn't uh-huh. a good one I'm you, sure mom apologized cause, for cause, it but she was upset and angry cause, cause first of all if, if that is the thing and you say such as such as this and such and such a bisexual that mean it's still a 50, 50% chance that, could, that it could have went down. You know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? You know? All right. Let, let, like, let, all right what are we talking about here? Like, that's supposed to make me feel better? Right. You know what I'm saying? Which side are you going to believe? Exactly. God <laughs> yeah. nah,
1: dang, man. Well, we got we oh, to go. We, gotta we got to do the world. We'll got? Yeah. we do next
9: hour. All right.
8: Next hour, we're going to talk about T.I. and what he's doing for his hometown city. Also, we got some juice about Drake
1: coming up. Okay, so don't move. When we come back, we got front page news. Tesslyn Figueroa will be joining us and then Jada Pinkett Smith. Will be here, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club on B-E-T. The Breakfast Club. Your
5: mornings will never be the same.
1: Morning everybody. It's DJ N V, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have BZ Baby here, our guest co-host. And let's get in some front page news. Morning tears. Good morning, DJ Envy. Good morning, BZ baby. And show God. guy. Peace, Taz. Now, let's start off with some quick sports. Draymond Green has been suspended for five games, and he will miss out on $769,000. He's also being wow. fined $25,000. Rudy Gobert, $25,000, and Clay is $25,000. Drop on
9: the clues bombs with Draymond Green, okay? My favorite player in the NBA, all right? He ain't got no problem putting hands on you for his people. Nope, not <laughs> right. at all.
1: Not at all. And tonight in football, the Ravens take on the Bengals at 815. Now, let's jump right into it. So Joe uh, Manchin, huh?
2: Yeah, Joe Manchin. I'm sure this won't be a surprise uh, to many of you, especially Charlemagne the God. It says he inched closer Wednesday to confirming he could run for president. Let's take a listen.
3: Are you considering running for president? I
14: will do anything I can to help my country. Is that a yes? And you're
9: saying, does that mean you would consider it? absolutely every american should consider if they're in a position to help save the country i think we're on the wrong course so i will do everything possible Joe Manson once again, standing in the way of Joe Biden and the Democratic Party making progress. <laughs> if Joe Manchin runs for president, you can uh, add that to a, the long list of things that he has blocked Joe Biden and the Democratic Party from achieving. Mm-hmm. That's right.
2: That's right. He added that Biden's policies have gone too far left. And he said he thinks they'll lose, we'll lose democracy as we know it if Trump is elected. So he believes that he can go out and bring the middle together and basically do Charlemagne what we knew he was doing all along, which is why he did all of you know what he did before was showing that he is indeed possibly what the real president so now I guess he's going for it he I'm will th- actually be running for president I believe
9: if he runs you know? I'm going to hear him out you know what I mean like I mean uh, the, the other the other options we got are terrible right like the the, mm-hmm. the Bidens and, and the Trumps of the world so I'm, I'm going to hear him out
2: hear what he got to say I'm going to
9: hear what he got to say and see if he's mm-hmm. really one of these centrists like he, he claims to be
5: mm mm-hmm.
2: well he's a gangster we know that for sure so absolutely
5: um <laughs> well i'm interested i'm interested i'm gonna hear him out <laughs> i'm
2: interested in what he got to say too you know so he says he'll make a decision um possibly before super tuesday so well i think he's gonna do it you know i'm just I guessing so i don't know but this is typically what they do say i'm gonna go around the country and talk to you know everyday working americans and see where we are and then he'll come out and say uh, after uh a thought uh in prayer and consideration i decided to run you know how they do it so and i, and I don't want to
9: hear none of y'all call him out now you know what i mean any, any of y'all in the democratic party don't try to throw smut on joe manchin's name now because you didn't when he was blocking everything out so when he starts running that's for president right. don't come out and tell us how bad he is and i don't want to hear it i don't want to hear it now because y'all had four years that's to tell right. us that that's right now let's
1: Facts. talk let's talk about all these uh kids losing their medicaid coverage
2: Yeah, just an important fact, just another reminder on why children should be covered in the United States of America. At least 2 million children have lost their health care coverage since the end of the pandemic. Uh, They guaranteed medical coverage uh, during the health emergency. Through November 8th, a total of 10.1 million Americans have been disenrolled from Medicaid. The 2 million children who have lost their their health coverage represent 21 states uh, that break out enrollment changes by age. And it's likely an undercount because data is still coming in. So just another reminder uh how i personally believe you know that if nothing else children and elderly uh, should have health care uh, coverage in the united states of america so for those who are out there uh, looking for coverage um you know hopefully they'll be able to get some type of supplement or something to make sure these kids are covered
9: absolutely yeah i agree we all should absolutely
2: absolutely it should really be free for everybody medicare for all but you know something they just can't get congress to agree on but can they at least agree on it for the children so just wanted to make sure people knew that was out there
1: all right. Well, that mm-hmm. is front page news.
9: And, now, ma- and make sure you uh, follow at Teslin Figaro on all social media platforms and subscribe to Teslin Figueroa's podcast. The great shot. And no chase of podcasts on the Black Effect Radio podcast network.
1: All right. Now, when we come back, Jada Pinkett Smith will be joining us. Of course, her book, Worthy, is out right now. And we're going to kick it with us. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club on BET. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne. The God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Now this is special, special. Yes, Jada Pinkett Smith. Welcome.
19: Thank you, thank you, thank you. How thank you, you feeling time. this morning? I'm feeling good.
1: You're glowing. Good. Thank you. Yeah.
19: You know, life is good. Where, where, even where? in the chaos.
9: Even, even, even <laughs> in the chaos. I mean, life is chaos. Yeah, that's what it, is. That's what it
19: is, yes. is. You know what I'm saying? So you just get in harmony with that.
9: That's interesting you say that because I always be wondering, like, yo, do we, are we ever going to find peace on this planet or do we just exist within the chaos? The chaos is normal.
19: Yeah, I think, you know, just in my journey, I've just been discovering that, you kind of have to just rise above it, Mm -hmm. right? Because the world is going to be what it's going to be, right? I actually think that the world is a university, you know, to teach us how to transcend it. Mm. Yeah. And so, yeah, you just, you got to make peace with what this world is about. But I don't think that this place is our sanctuary. Mm -hmm. I actually think, you know, ascending it and going into more of the spiritual, Spiritual places Mm -hmm. You know And just kind of understanding Living your life From there Within the world I mean that's what they say You know Be in it But not of it
1: You ever get tired of it though Because you've been on this On this tour for a while (laughs) And you're very big on energy And and vibrations And and sometimes I'm sure the energy And vibrations Have been all over the place But it seems like You've been on tour Yeah For a a long time You ever get tired of it Like ah, Now enough's enough now
19: I, I think that If I put myself In that frame of mind and I, I just bring myself a level of discomfort that's not necessary mm-hmm. right you just go it is what it is so how are you going to step up to the moment mm-hmm. and that's it you know mm-hmm. that's just what it is and so that that's where I find my peace
9: since the release of this book what is, what is your ego been telling you
19: my ego has been telling me to let go because it takes a lot of courage to Sitting your truth. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to be happy when you're walking through the world and you're dismantling ideas. You know? You kinda have to in that dismantle, um, you just kinda have to let go of everything that you thought you were, mm-hmm. everything that you're trying to be, and just flow. Mm-hmm. Right? Just let whatever is presenting itself um just kind of be what it mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. You know, but you definitely got to let go. So, it's it's been a real test in regards to trust. You know, mm-hmm. just can't trust the ego in that way anymore. But you know, that's a process. So, Absolutely. as I'm dis- so you go from one ego state to the next, Absolutely. right? So, it just gets um it just gets uh it just gets smaller, I guess you know but the ego is always going to be there always so you know you just kind of learn how to make friends with your ego and and have it work for you in a different way for a different purpose mm-hmm. right so that's what i'm working with right now has this
1: truth helped your relationship with friends family and even your marriage has this truth in all the things that came out or did it make things worse
19: oh no see i didn't i didn't step into this walk into my situation with my friends, my family, and specifically Will, was tight, Mm. right? Because I already knew how disruptive it was going to be. So I had to make sure that my inner circle was tight, right? So that we could walk this together hand in hand, right? So it's actually, you know, specifically for Will and I, it's definitely brought us closer it's so funny how crisis do that absolutely <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> you know what Especially I mean you love, you love yeah, yeah you know what I'm saying so that's the thing about Will and I is just like we just learn more and more as we go that this is what we were built to do you know with each other you know oh. um, and to walk together and you know just like any long term relationship it goes through it's
1: of course mm-hmm.
19: you know and so you got to take your time. I really had to grow emotionally. I didn't, hadn't realized how emotionally immature I was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so that's the thing about long-term relationships that are fantastic. If you can just hang in there. Because it's going to force you to step your game up if you want to be happy. You know? And so... Will's been one of my greatest teachers on my journey. Mm-hmm. You know, because I've been forced to have to deal with my stuff. You know, what
1: stuff? Because you said you're immature. What what immaturity do, well, do, do you see when you when you look at yourself?
19: Well, I would say you know about seven years ago, just when you're just hanging on to these romantic ideas of what marriage should be, what your partner should be for you, so that you don't have to be the thing for mm-hmm. yourself. Mm-hmm. Like when you keep banging on somebody like, no, I need you to show up this way because I need to feel a certain way about myself, right? That that in itself is just like, hold up. You want somebody else to be something for you that you're not willing to be for yourself? First of all, how do you call that love? Mm-hmm. You know? And I had to like step away to really realize that, you know? And so me getting myself in alignment and just realizing like yo Jada you got a lot of work to do and then doing that work and then being able to present myself with more of myself and then being able to see Will as who he is and just accept him and love him there mm-hmm. that, you know?
9: that's what I think gets lost you know in, in the book if you haven't read the book right like you think all the convos about Tupac and Will distracted from what this book really has to offer because I
19: yeah. Mm-hmm. And I knew that. Mm-hmm. I knew I knew it was going to be a lot of distractions, right? And I was like, hopefully this book will have legs so that once all of the, the you know, the chatter dies down, we can get to the real components of the book. Now, people who have actually read the book are on it, mm-hmm. right? They see that. So, it's but a journey I mean, of healing. It's a journey of healing. It's a journey
9: of somebody trying to find their worthiness which is you know in, all of us have struggled with that imposter okay. syndrome not feeling worthy yeah. if you read the book you see somebody really laying it out in detail the journey to get to that place of worthiness
19: and it's a universal struggle mm-hmm. you know we all do it in different ways right But it's a universal struggle and so yeah that, that's, I really wanted to lay that out in the way that I did especially once again just dismantling these ideas of perfection you know because mm-hmm. we also have these uh societal romantic ideas of what somebody in my position what um my life should look like who i should be within it you know what i'm saying and it's like no 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 like real life is real life no matter what station you sitting at period
9: mm-hmm. you know do you regret leading with a lot of that stuff
19: leading with a lot of the to
9: the, the talk about will to talk about pop because you know those just became sound bites and headlines on the internet clips you, you yeah. regret meeting with that
19: you know it's so difficult because when you're dealing with media that's 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 what that's what people want to attach to mm-hmm. people not interested you know that's not the clickbait the journey part of it the clickbait mm-hmm. is you know the Tupac the Will the you know mm-hmm. so you got to kind of get past the clickbait where people get exhausted with that mm-hmm. and that dies down and then people can get with the real But it's hard to avoid it Honestly mm-hmm. It's hard to avoid it Alright we got more with Jada
1: Pinkett Smith When we come back Don't move It's the Breakfast Club Good morning Yep we're back and it's the Breakfast Club DJ Envy Charlemagne the God And we're still kicking it with Jada Pinkett Smith Her book Worthy is out right now We look at your life And we see the wedding We see the trips We see all of that When did you realize and say I need to fix this Because this isn't right with me What was that moment?
19: I would say that I got slammed up against a wall probably when i was really confronted with some really heavy suicidal thoughts mm. when i was looking for cliffs to drive over you know so that my suicide would look like an accident so my kids wouldn't think that i committed suicide mm-hmm. i did a plant medicine journey
9: ayahuasca ayahuasca i can't wait mm-hmm.
19: let me know when <laughs> i got you I <laughs> And that that was a real awakening for me, you know, when I really had to be confronted with um, my own shadow, my own self-hatred, and it was so strong and it was so scary. I was like, whoa! I, I didn't I thought it was I, I didn't even want to be with that, and I'm like, asking somebody else to contend with that. Mm-hmm. That was the first moment that I realized, oh, Jada, you you got some stuff to deal
1: with and what got Hmm. you to that point because most people would look on the outside and be like you know she's rich she's a movie star she's dating another movie star she has beautiful kids your mom is still there like it looks like to the outside the life is perfect so what in that perfect life on the outside made you feel imperfect or made you not feel like this is what i want
19: it was like dealing with the foundational wounds Right, I hadn't done, I hadn't dealt with, and and that's what we, most of us, mm-hmm. don't even know what our foundational wounds are. We don't even know we're foundationally wounded, mm-hmm. right? And so it started in the childhood, you know, you got two parents who are addicts, and you're not the priority, right? And then just the 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 levels and just the the trauma that gets built upon what that environment is like, right? And you're, I thought that making it would heal it all mm-hmm. you know success takes care of everything mm-hmm. right and then it was like okay made it to hollywood that's not it and then i met this fantastic guy and i was on this whirlwind of romance with will and i was like he's gonna fix it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying he's gonna he is the knight in shining armor the savior prince he's the savior prince mm-hmm. He's going to fix it. So it went from one false belief to the next. And I talk about trying to check all the boxes. It's like, checked all the boxes. Mm -hmm. What is left? Right? And then having to realize, oh, man. Oh, yeah. You're not dealing with your stuff. That's what's left. Mm. So it just goes to show that we can have all of these exterior things, you know, but that's not the thing that's going to heal the soul.
9: You know, it's interesting because you know when we used to watch Red Table Talk, people would be like, "Who is Jada, Jada Pinkett?" Yeah, take off the drug dealer yeah. coat, Jada. You, <laughs> is that a drug dealer <laughs> You're Giving drug dealer, dealer energy. Am I never, you know, I never, energy? I never. When I when I read that in the book, I was like, Jada Pinkett Smith was in the streets like that. But when you walked in, I'm like. Oh, I see it.
17: <laughs> I see the
9: little kingpin. Oh, I'm oh, sorry about <laughs> that. Poverty.
17: Yeah, I'm just trying to be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? You see how you do
19: kingpin on your hand? a yeah, little bit.
1: I see it. I see it. Sorry
11: about
9: that. But when people used to watch Red Table Talk, they used to be like, "Who? why Who? Why is Jada Pinkett Smith an expert at anything? But in right. the book, you refer to yourself as, you say you're a pseudo-guru. Pseudo guru, yeah. You said, in the fi- oh, it's in the feeling of rain chapter that you seem to often set yourself up to fall off the edge of high and mighty them, yeah. But you admit at the time you didn't know, <laughs> Yes shit. Like, why talk to yourself like
19: that? Well, because it's the truth, damn, you know. And I think that when we're really on that game of healing, like the person that you got to be the most honest with is yourself, that's right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, that that could be that that could be the most difficult when you really got to look at yourself and realize, um, you know, where you thought you were something and now you realize that you ain't, you know. And so, yeah, you just got to learn how to be deeply honest with yourself. Mm-hmm. And as as I talk to myself that way, I can also hug myself in saying that,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Now you talk about love so much, and you talk about how you felt at one time. Uh, you were against marriage, right? Yeah. Uh, is that because you've seen your parents and, and, and their relationship? That was... And be- what changed your mind?
19: Yeah, I think um, that was really like... I, I got to see my grandparents, who both sets of grandparents had a really long-lasting marriage. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't quite sure that it was the pinnacle of happiness. And so you know when you're young you're a free spirit and i'm just like no i can do this different Mm -hmm. like because i i want to be happy i'm not quite sure that's what happy is like how can i be in a relationship and be happy you know i was all about the devotion of it but i wasn't quite sure that marriage was the thing right it wasn't until maybe three years ago
1: three years ago (laughs)
9: You've been married all this time. and It wasn't the three
1: go. years ago. Yeah,
19: no, you, <laughs> you
1: were
9: married there you go. all this time. Jada Pickensmith said, See, you wasn't happy until three, three years, years ago. No,
19: no, no. No, not that I wasn't happy. <laughs> okay. Not that I wasn't happy. But I got to see the power of marriage.
1: Three years ago. Mm. I mean got like, to see the you power. You like the vows, like the death the, through the heart, sickness in the hell. Not
19: even, well, yeah and no, right? Mm-hmm. I got to see how marriage is a it is a holy path for real,
13: mm-hmm.
19: right? Just in regards to learning about love, because it takes a long time to break down all the different false beliefs that we have about love, mm-hmm. right? And and the thing about a holy matrimony, and it's not to say that you're not going to go through some unholy stuff, mm-hmm. right? But when two people are committed... And just refuse to quit. What you can learn about yourself, about your partner, and about love in general, you can't really learn by going from one relationship to the next, looking for the honeymoon stage over and over again. Mm -hmm. Right? Specifically, if you're interested in learning about unconditional love. You know? And so I was like, oh, snap this is what it's about.
1: Mm-hmm.
19: You know? So what took so place think, three
1: years ago? What, like, what was that moment three years ago?
19: I would probably say when Will going through the process of uh, emancipation mm-hmm. and then once he finished emancipation and the stuff that started coming up for him.
13: Mm-hmm.
19: Right? And that's when he was like hey can we get back into some therapy together? And the stuff that was coming up for him and the kind of conversations we were starting to have, I was like, okay, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, and, and everybody starts their journeys in different ways at different times. You know what I'm saying? But that's when I knew, I was like, okay. And then we went to the Oscars, and that whole thing happened. And it wasn't—I didn't even think twice about it when I saw what was happening. I was like, "I'm not leaving this man's side. Mm. I'm not leaving this man's side."
1: All right, we'll keep a lock. We got more with Jada Pinkett Smith. Her book "Worthy" is out right now, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. More-
0: In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
14: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
3: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Good morning everybody, it's DJ N V Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Jada
9: Pinkett Smith. Charlemagne, do you do you think up until the point of three years ago, do you think y'all had had, had just more of a trauma bond?
19: I would say yes and no. I would say we had a trauma bond and then underneath of it, there was this real deep friendship, this spiritual bond too. Because you can start breaking through your trauma and start talking through your trauma and if it's just a trauma bond, once you start to heal and you start going your separate ways, it's done. Mm -hmm. If it's just a trauma bond. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? But... When you can feel that, that spiritual bind, once you're doing the healing and that spiritual bind is just yoking you tighter, then you know it's something else, mm. you know? And you really have to have the discernment to know the difference, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes you do just have a trauma bond with somebody and sometimes you just got to get away, you know what I'm saying? And so you, you, you got to really like sit with yourself and have the discernment to know the difference.
9: Oh, that's real because sometimes you heal so much you'd be like man you look around be like
19: I don't like nobody. No i know, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's real talk. I don't like y'all. Yeah straight up because that's what we do.
9: Mm-hmm.
19: You know it's like and that and that's part of it too. You know and, and that's part of why we have to have the courage because innately you know once you start healing a whole lot is going to change. That's right. You know.
1: With the Oscars situation did that save your marriage? And the reason I ask that is You know I've been married 22 years Charlamagne's been married a a long time But your wife will always be mad at you right (laughs) But you can't be mad at him I could be mad at him I'm (laughs) not going to let you tear him down I can tear him down in the house So did that save your marriage
19: I would say what it definitely did Is that it accelerated What I think was already in the process It was in that moment That I knew I was like oh no Nah, 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 nah. We gonna do this together. I'm gonna mm-hmm. be by your side. And I know that I'll, I'll never I'll never leave your side, right? Because it's funny because in an emotional crisis, I didn't blink. I didn't blink. And that's when I knew deep down inside, I'm like, that's, that's, I
13: that's your guy!
19: That's your right. guy! You know what I'm saying? It's like, and you... There's no getting away from him. You've been trying. You don't, really, don't want to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Stop it. And so it was that incident that I knew right away, yo, we in it. <laughs> and so that was it. But I think that was the trajectory anyway. It just, in an instant, solidified it. Got you. Yeah. Gotcha,
9: gotcha. It, you, know, if y'all have been, you know, if y'all have been separated all of these years, if you read the book, you realize that, right? Mm-hmm. And Will never said anything about it. Why did you feel now was the time? to reveal that information was was it it just to sell books like some people think
19: oh no it's part of the process you know it was part of like um part of my self worth journey Mm -hmm. like I had to really I was leaning on Will in a lot of ways and I think for women specifically how a lot of times our relationships um are used to identify us you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so i thought that was a really important process and so much a really important um uh, thing to talk about because so much of my journey happened in that time when i it was just me That's right you know and i think that and i also wanted people to realize that sometimes marriages go through breaks like that, Mm -hmm. you know, and for people out there who are thinking about, yo, should I just get separated? Should I, you know, get a divorce? I'm like, man, just take time for you. Have the courage. If you got the courage to sign divorce papers or, you know, go to Mm -hmm. lawyers and get, just have the courage to figure out how to just take time for you. And then see, see, see what's showing up for you. Right. Because, Sometimes divorce is the answer Mm. sometimes legal separation is the answer, but first and foremost Just take a year Take a year see what shows up, you know before you start going into like all these other processes because sometimes We can act so quickly out of anger and frustration and we just want to get away and we think that's the answer Mm. you know and in some cases it is but in some cases it's
1: not how did did you feel when you talk about the truth right and you say uh, a big reason of this book is you can help other people other marriage other couples that are dealing with it and don't know how to express it because they've never seen it right Mm -hmm. and the press and and the public says you know jada is embarrassing well and you just said you were doing it because you wanted to live in your truth so what do you say to those people that thought that it was just a a embarrassing embarrassing well
9: and Dehumanizing him and, yeah, and take and, it as his, his I, masculine. I want to quote language. Anna Navarro of the View. She said, "You are emasculating and embarrassing
19: Will." Oh, mm. well, I think if she took time to read the book, you know, I think that if you if you if you, you want to just read headlines, I could see how that could be confusing. But the book is right here. You got two books you can read, actually. Yeah, you can read my book and Will's yeah. book, which is so great that a lot of people are doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, but people have the right to their opinions. And I always know that anybody who's saying that hasn't really done their homework. But you got to expect it, too, because of what the headlines are. Mm -hmm. You know, what clickbait is. Mm -hmm. So um, Will knows what it is. I know what it is. My kids know what it is. And more importantly, Great Supreme does, too. Mm -hmm. Right? And so that's, that's really... That's really all I'm concerned with at the
1: end of the day. When Will was up here, he talked about uh, being insecure a little bit about Tupac. Mm. Did y'all ever have that conversation? Because as as a man, when you're a little insecure, I almost feel like you play both sides. You want to be yourself, but you want to show that you're better than the person that's making him insecure. You're tougher than or smarter than or more romantic than or a poet than, a better rapper than. Did y'all ever have that conversation?
19: Um. I wouldn't say that we had conversations in that way. It was just like, you know, we came up in an era where it was so unusual for a man and a woman to be friends, right? I mean, really think about Mm -hmm. it. Like, that's that's more of an open idea now, Mm -hmm. right? But just think, in our era, that was just like friends. They had to be dating. Yeah, like, Mm -hmm. what, what, what? Right, and so I think for him it was just like getting your mind around around that you know and that the the kind of friendship that we had because we had such a you know tight friendship that you know was very impactful on my life you know so I think it was just getting the understanding around that Tupac and I could be friends you know and that 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 he was a part of my life in that way. And so just... We had a lot of conversations around just those
1: ideas. How did he get over that?
19: I think he just realized that... And I I really can't speak for Will. You should probably ask him when Mm -hmm. he comes back. But I think he just realized that that's what it was. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was like, that's what it was. It's like, you know, that was that beautiful friendship. And I think once he real and started as he got older started having his own friendships with women like oh that that is possible
1: how are you with that
19: i'm listen i always told will you need some female friends (laughs) did you yes because i think i think i think men and women i think men do need female friends because and women need male friends and i actually think men once they have daughters
9: I got four. I got four. And, 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 and you got females. four daughters. Yeah, four I got four too. And majority female. <laughs> <laughs> there
19: you go. <laughs> but <laughs> I see, I would now, let me ask you a question. Would you say that having daughters helped you understand? Absolutely. And see, I mm-hmm. think that's Absolutely. what happened to Will. I think once Willow came, you know, and then he started to realize a different relationship with the feminine. hmm Right? And then he realized, oh, wow. You know, you can have relationships with women that are non sexual, or however y'all have to, you know, manage that in your own minds, mm-hmm. right? I think once Willow came, she was his teacher on that for sure. And so he was able to have female friends. I
1: will right, well, keep a lock. We got more with Jada Pinkett Smith. Her book Worthy is out right now, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We're back, and it's the Breakfast Club. DJ envy Charlemagne the God, and we're still kicking it with Jada Pinkett Smith. Her book
9: Worthy is out right now. Charlemagne? In the, uh, the No Soccer Mom chapter, right, you shoot down every rumor there's ever been about y'all. That y'all <laughs> are swingers, that y'all yeah. were both gay and playing each other's beers, that y'all were sleeping with whomever you choose. Yeah. How does it feel in 2023 to still have those same rumors out about people you love, like Will and Dwayne?
19: I know. That just came out, too, recently. Yeah. You know, and let me just say this. It's ridiculous, right? Um, and it's nonsense. And this is a person that tried a a shakedown, a money shakedown that didn't work. We're going to take legal action. Um, Because it's one thing to have your opinion about somebody versus just making up salacious, malicious stories. Mm -hmm. So that's actionable. So we're going to roll with that. You know what I mean? It's not true. We're going to take care of it. And that's that. So
9: there was was a money shakedown prior? Oh, yeah.
19: It was a money oh, he shakedown. tried
9: to extort you before or
19: well it's it's based around this person's idea that they in some way were doing business around will's book and that they spent money or what have you and that they needed to be compensated so he already tried to do this money shakedown mm-hmm. Um Will was willing to give him a certain amount or what have you, and he didn't take it. So, this whole situation is based on that.
9: Oh. Give him a certain amount. Why, though? Just. Well,
19: be- be- because of some business that they had. And I don't mm-hmm. know the complete details about mm-hmm. it, but that's about to come out because, like I told you, we're about to take legal action. Mm-hmm. You should. Yeah, no, we are.
1: Mm-hmm. For sure. I was asking, how's Will dealing with it? You know, with.
19: Oh.
1: Because he's
9: released a statement.
19: His Will. Here's one good thing about Will. Will's always gonna find the funny. I figured that. Yeah, he's always gonna find the funny. You know what I'm saying? And they so y'all laughed at
9: the the, the murder, murder, kill, kill. Part? We, yeah.
19: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you have to, you have to, because it's absolutely ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And so all you have is is you just gotta laugh about it. You know? And it's unfortunate because did he
9: ask you like, do I look like I give off bottom energy? <laughs>
19: <laughs> he was like, Do you believe this shit? you know? But we just laughed about it.
1: Gotta ask about uh Tyrese. Now there was a rumor that
9: Tyrese called you
1: oh, and said yes.
19: Oh <laughs>
9: he said he called you on the phone. He was he was he was on meds, he was he was out of it. Yeah. And he told you, um, I ain't no killer. Jada, I ain't no killer, but don't push me.
19: Oh Revenge
9: is like the sweetest joy next to getting <laughs> he You don't know why he's he's Is like, that oh.
19: true? So Tyrese did call me mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm and he was he was definitely in a in a state, mm-hmm. and I, I was really concerned, you know. Um, and I'm just did he happy.
9: Tupac though? He said he said he <laughs> co- him and Charlie Mack said he quoted Tupac.
19: He called Tupac? No,
9: he said he, co- he called <laughs> you and quoted Tupac. He
19: may have. Let me tell you something. I was so worried at that time when mm-hmm. he made that call um, about his his state. Because it was really deeply concerned
13: mm-hmm.
19: um, that I don't I, I couldn't even tell you exactly what happened mm-hmm. because I'm trying to think about who I can get there, who can I get in the house, how can I get him help? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and so that I was I was in I, I was I was a little panicked, you know, to just make sure that, he was okay, and that nothing was gonna happen. He wasn't gonna hurt himself or anybody else. So that yeah. I, I couldn't even—I don't even remember what he said. What—what—what mm-hmm. what, what he said.
9: I, I want to talk about the book and a debate I had at dinner a couple weeks ago with some friends. Because in the book, you say that you and Will decided to separate in every way except legally. Yeah. And y'all would have complete transparency, no secrets about what y'all were doing and whom y'all were doing it with right and the debate we were having was well early in the book she said that they've never been in an open relationship but isn't that an open relationship
19: well here's the difference between that that's when you're you're in an open relationship and you are still intimate with each other right at that point we went our separate ways so it's as if Mm. we are divorced separated and just trying to figure out how we're going to go about it but at that particular point in time, we were no longer relating in that way, mm-hmm. right? Um, because for us, it was over. It was done. So if you're in an open relationship, mm-hmm. that means that you are still in a relationship with one another Romantic- yeah, romantically yeah. and you are okay with being with other people romantically.
9: Like y'all were separated. We separated.
19: were separated. Like done. Done, 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 done.
9: Why, why did you choose not to say August's name in the book?
19: Really just to... I felt like he's been through enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I just wanted to be respectful in that manner. I really did.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you feel like that's something that you need to heal? Like that situation?
19: Um, I'm hoping at some point. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm definitely hoping at some point, for sure.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, w- I wanted to ask you too, if you pick a crew to run with, in real life would you choose between the cast of set it off or the cast of girls <laughs> set it off
19: oh that's a hard one mm. damn Charlamagne that's that a hard one set it off they was riders they were riders for sure but you know both crews they got you know they got something real special mm-hmm. yeah I'm gonna I'm plead the fifth on that plead one. the fifth <laughs>
9: I only got two more questions Like When when you're having these conversations now How do you know in your words That this isn't the pseudo guru Using rationale and borrowed wisdom To tell you what you want to hear
19: Because it sits so Beautifully in my heart Now what I will say about that is That's why you gotta always stay open Because as we continue to grow and learn you know it's, it's Bruce Bruce Lee said it best be like water, water. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean because that's where I'm sitting right now who knows when I come back if you know what it'll be then mm-hmm. because we just gotta stay open we gotta stay fluid but for now it's what speaks to me deeply mm-hmm. you know and that's all we got mm-hmm. you know for the moment
9: my, my last question and it's a, it's, it's, it's a quote right and the quote is other people's opinion of you whether it's good or bad Should not be grounds In which you base your self-worth Your value is inherent within you What matters the most Is whether you know You are worthy That's right So do you know you're worthy
19: Absolutely And you know what It really comes from And I wanted to say this In regards to To the question you asked About self-worth Really dealing with Self-judgment Like once we Can Cure our self-judgment In a certain manner Right people's opinion about you can only affect you if you believe it. Mm. You know what I mean? Once you really know who you are, once you really know your self-worth, anything that anybody else has to say about you really can not affect you. Mm -hmm. You know? And so, you know, I know how much work it's taken for me to get to know myself. I can't expect anybody else to know me like that. Mm. You know what I mean? So... I have to be willing and, and accept whatever opinions come my way. I get it.
9: Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, Jada Pinkett Smith, Smith ladies, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Thank we you we for coming. you for joining us so thank
1: much. Thank
19: you, appreciated this conversation guys. So much. Thank you. This was beautiful. The Book thank Worthy you.
1: is out right now. Make sure you get it, and thank you.
19: Thank you. Don't be a stranger. No, I won't. Not, Not right. at all.
5: It's The Breakfast Club It's Jada Pinkett Smith. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
6: I was donkey of the day. Yeah, ah, made it. Damn the hee-haw, again. <laughs> it's
9: time for Donkey of the Day.
6: I'm ain't trying to be Donkey today no more.
9: They should be embarrassed by what they already did. I I'm not making these people do these things. They called Donkey of the Day and it really caught me off guard.
2: Damn Charlemagne, who got the donkey of the day
1: today?
9: Well, Jeff's hilarious. Donkey of the Day for Thursday, November 16th goes to 35-year-old Joseph Halder. I think that's how you pronounce his name. A volunteer firefighter from the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. This is one of those ones that caused me to reflect a little. And in my reflection, I thought to myself, I wonder if humans are as insane as Donkey of the Day makes them out to be. Maybe I need to give humans the benefit of the doubt more and say, hey, it's just me. You are the guy who does Donkey of the Day, so you choose to seek out this crazy every day. And since I choose to seek out this crazy every day, I attract the crazy by way of stories, okay? People send me these things, and I read them, and I can't believe them. So I read them again, and I still can't believe them. Then I check other sources to make sure that these stories are real because I don't believe them. And every morning, we end up here. Same donkey time, same donkey channel. And today is really no exception. Salute to all the public servants out there, all the individuals who realize that your true purpose in life is service to others. Drop on the clues bombs for those individuals. (laughs) told you Joseph is a volunteer fi- firefighter. Volunteer firefighters are absolutely public servants. Uh, being a volunteer firefighter is absolutely an act of service. But do, you, but do you ever think to yourself, well, what if you're a firefighter and there's nothing to do, nobody to serve? What if you're a firefighter and there's no fires to fight because there is no fires? Have you ever thought about that? Well, Joseph has, and he also had a solution. Mm-mm-mm. Let's go to WSB Channel 2 for the report, please.
17: It was the third such uh, structure fire in the area in a a short amount of time, uh, which by itself is kind of suspicious.
18: A volunteer firefighter for the Whitefish Township Fire Department was officially charged today for setting a building on fire Saturday night. Joseph Halder was a firefighter on the department for only a few months. Today, he stepped in front of a judge for arson. Halder is accused of setting fire to the building that used to house Ruth's gift shop in downtown Hmm. Paradise. Chippewa County Sheriff Mike Bittner was on the scene moments after the call came in. He immediately looked over surveillance footage from a gas station across the street. A short time later, deputies arrested Halder while he was fighting the fire. Halder is charged <laughs> with third degree arson. He's facing 10 years in prison and a $20,000 fine.
9: Only you can prevent firefighters. Firefighters. What? Fire, what am I trying to say? Forest fires. There you go. And firefighters (laughs) that said forest fires. Oh, that's right. Only you can prevent forest fires, and you know how you prevent them? By not starting them yourself. Okay? Story of my life. This is a literal physical tangible example of what self-destruction looks like see when you start going to therapy right and doing the work on yourself and start healing some of these traumas when you get to the place in your life where you know you start feeling pockets of peace when you start feeling genuine happiness when you feel joy you will find a way to start a fire right (laughs) this man started a fire and then showed up to put out the fire that he helped start i promise you this is the version of me that i run from i don't want to start any fires Especially when things are peaceful when things are peaceful. I want them to remain peaceful I don't want to go grab a canister or something flammable some fire and set things aflame just because I'm not used to peace This man Joseph was looking for chaos He was working with the fire department for just a few months and he wanted action so much so that he started a fire himself And then went to help put it out. Mm -mm -mm. (laughs) I know people like this right now in corporate America I know people like this right now in my life. They will create a problem themselves just so they can have something to do, just so they have something to fix. Let me tell you something. When you have to do things like that in order to feel like you did something, then you need to do some internal work on yourself because that don't make any damn sense. All right. Paul Sloan says the innovative leader has to be an arsonist and a firefighter. But I don't think he meant that literally. Okay, nor Joseph, do I believe you are an innovative leader. And did you know that roughly? It's a fun little snap effect. Roughly 100 firefighters are convicted of arson each year. It's called firefighter arson. True story. There is a very small minority of firefighters who are also active arsonists. And guess what they say motivates these people? Boredom. Okay Are by the prospect of receiving attention For responding to the fires they have set Sound familiar? Okay I told y'all earlier this week I don't mind at the devil's workshop These folks really don't be having anything to do This is truly the era that has everything And absolutely nothing all at once And that is because the things you all crave aren't real You got all these followers on social media But no real connection to nobody you log on every day to a community that's not even a real community. You're seeking validation and attention and likes and retweets and engagement, none of it is real. And that's why you're bored. And you resort to doing dumb snickerdoodles, that's a BET edit, like Joseph did. Now Joseph is facing up to 10 years in prison and a $20,000 fine and he's a person of interest in at least two other fires in the area. Some donkey of the days just sell themselves. Please let Remy Ma give Joseph Hadler the biggest e Hee ha!
3: Hee ha! You stupid motherfucker! Are you dumb?
9: I can't believe y'all be doing this, nigger doodles. And don't be Joseph Hadlow, okay? Don't start a fire just to have something to do. Not only that, there's some of us who will set ourselves on fire to keep others warm. That means you put other people's needs in front of your own. You do know that's not sustainable, right? Okay, just so we're clear alright well thank you for that donkey today sir mm-hmm.
1: now when we come back well first BET we'll see you tomorrow peace BET mm-hmm. now when we come back Jada Pinkett Smith she was on the show uh, last hour we spoke to her for what over an hour uh sure yeah we sh- we, we spoke to her for over full, an hour full conversation is on
9: YouTube by the way
1: yeah you can right listen now. to it right now watch it right now uh, she talked about in relationships and in marriages having friends with the opposite sex and this is what she actually said when Will was up here he talked about uh being insecure a little bit about tupac
13: mm.
1: did y'all ever have that conversation because as a man when you're a little insecure i almost feel like you play both sides you want to be yourself but you want to show that you're better than the person that's making him insecure yeah did y'all ever have that conversation
19: i wouldn't say that we had conversations in that way it was just like you know we came up in an era where it was so unusual for a man and a woman to be friends. In our era, that was just like friends. They had to be dating. Yeah, like mm-hmm. what, what, what? Right? And so I think for him, it was just like getting your mind around around that, you know, and that the, the kind of friendship that we had because we had such a, you know, tight friendship that, you know, was very impactful on my life
1: all right so let's let's discuss eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. when you're in a relationship uh is it okay for your spouse
9: or your significant other to have friends of the opposite sex not even just in marriage but in life you can have platonic friendships like i got way more homegirls than i got homeboys and a lot of times a lot of these people are grandfathers
0: in the pressure cooker of the nba playoffs there's no room to fake it when the nba championship is on the line every pass every shot Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
14: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
9: in like you know y'all been friends forever you know what i mean mm-hmm. like and another thing jada said during that conversation she was like she 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 didn't say we you know we're not talking about new people we're talking about people that have been around for a long time
8: and it kind of helps you too, like in your relationship, to mm-hmm. have friends that are of the opposite sex. So when you vent, or not tell them your, you know, personal business, but when you tell them what's going on, they give you a perspective that your significant other might have, oh. and kind of balance mm-hmm. it out. You don't have a whole lot of yes men about yo. I feel you,
1: bro. That's no, right. no or, I don't
8: feel you. You or, messed up.
1: Or it can hurt. You know, uh, like Charlemagne said no new friends no new people coming around if they if the individual is a new then we all friends right yeah, we all it. speak but absolutely. it ain't it ain't a situation where you just speak to my wife or i just speak to her no 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 no. we all friends but
8: yeah. even even old friendships should still be we all friends absolutely yeah. yeah yeah
1: yeah so let's discuss 800-585-1051 what are your thoughts phone lines are wide open it's the breakfast club good morning
5: the breakfast club
6: Uh-huh.
5: Uh-huh. It's Topic Time uh-huh. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club
1: Morning everybody, it's DJ NV Charlamagne Tha Guy We are The Breakfast Club Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Jada Pinkett Smith She was on the show earlier By the way, we have our guest co-host, Beezy Baby, with us this morning as well And we were talking about In Relationships marriages or whatever it may be your significant other having a friend of the opposite sex now this is what Jada Pinkett Smith said when Will was up here he talked about uh being insecure a little bit about Tupac mm. did y'all ever have that conversation because as a man when you're a little insecure I almost feel like you play both sides you want to be yourself but you want to show that you're better than the person that's making him insecure yeah did y'all ever have that conversation
19: I wouldn't say that we had conversations in that way it was just like you know, we came up in an era where it was so unusual for a man and a woman to be friends. In our era, that was just like friends. They had to be dating. Yeah, like mm-hmm. what what what? Right. And so I think for him it was just like getting your mind around around that, you know, and that the the kind of friendship that we had cuz we had such a, you know, tight friendship that, you know, was very impactful on my life.
1: All right, let's discuss what are your thoughts. Let's start with you, BZ Baby.
19: I don't know. I
8: feel like relationships with the uh, opposite sex are necessary. Like, how can you just be in this world and just be around people that have the same private parts you have? You may streamline your thinking. You can't really get opposed, you know, feelings or thoughts. So I think it's necessary, but I think you also have to have respect for your partner. Like, I wouldn't marry somebody that didn't trust me in a room without them. Mm. So, you got to trust that I'm going to put you first and I'm going to honor the vows that I made to you, and that, you know, I'm not going to put nobody in our circle that could threaten what we got so I don't yeah, know yeah
1: and in and, and my relationship with, with, with me and my wife I we don't really trust too many people so for us it has to be mutual friends right mm. um, meaning you know we meet them together not like not like Charlamagne said earlier like I, I can't just meet you at the grocery store and now we friends right. it's not going to be like that it has to be some type of establishment and my wife has to approve and and with her I have to approve Right. Uh, outside of that nah we're not taking no new friends in we, it has to be our friends like right. you know what I mean I should be able to call that person like you should be able to call that person it should be a cohesive type of situation
9: uh Charlemagne yeah I, I never even think about it until this discussion comes up I got mad homegirls <laughs> okay. but your wife knows them all right that, that, yeah my homegirls exactly. and my wife's friends too See? in fact they probably like her more than they like me <laughs> everybody does like so I don't even like this discussion is like very uh it's silly to me. It's immature. You know nah, what I but mean? A lot like, of people
1: feel that way because sometimes... Because they got people,
9: insecurities and they immature. Or and, it's new friends. And sometimes
1: people are not around for the right reason. and We know this. And but, I know especially... And, and I hate to say this. A lot of fellas sometimes will, will try to befriend your girl. Not because they want to be a friend,
9: your girl's friend. They want to smash. Well, I'm never trying to befriend nobody. I'm never trying to befriend a man's girl. Like, that's not happening. Like, there, a lot there, of people do, that. There, there's reasons why, you know, either... Your friends are your friends or even these new people who may come into your life. Y'all might work together. You know what I mean? Y'all might mm-hmm. be doing projects mm-hmm. together. Like anytime I'm going to be spending time with anyone, my wife is going to know who that person is. You know Definitely. what I mean? Whether it's a man or a woman. Hey, we're doing such and such with this individual. or Hey, we all going out to dinner. We, we're all going. My wife is going to be there. Everybody. Like right. There's no woman in my life that's my friend that ain't my wife's friend.
8: And a lot of people are taking like teenage drama into big-age relationships. That's right. Like, you know, you had to worry about this stuff in high school. People That's break right. up and get together with a new person next week. It's really not the same when you're 40.
9: If you can't have a platonic relationship with somebody from the opposite sex, something wrong with you, bro. Let's go to the phone lines. We have Dupree on the line. Dupree.
7: Man, what's up, DJ I guess I host? B Z
9: baby. What's up, Dupree? Talk to us, Dupree.
7: So I was listening to what Jada was talking about. I definitely got female friends. I don't really think I would do and my baby mama, who now my fiance, she don't really be liking it, she be jealous and stuff like that. And they just had a party, and I'm like, and I'm trying to go to the party. She's like, no, nah, you ain't going. They be twerking and stuff, and I'm like, they ain't twerking on me. Yeah, but you why know, would why would you bring your baby
1: mama there? Why would you bring it with you? But
7: see, and they, so, so when they hit me with the invite, I'm like, uh, since we just got engaged, I'm like, man, I know she gonna want to come. And they was like, that's cool, she could come, but she still was feeling some type of way. So. I'm like, man, whatever. I end yeah, up not that, going because so I end up just going to sleep. I wake up in the morning and look on social media. They definitely was twerking. So <laughs> it was just like. <laughs> but that's twerking. what they do, though. That's why I like being around, man. Shout out to the homegirls, man. For real, for real.
8: But if if you had included her in that friendship from the beginning, it wouldn't have been they twerking. It would have been we twerking. It would have been a home. No, but I
7: twerked But real. them they made her friends, though. So, like, I can understand, like, them ain't really your friends, so you ain't gonna really want to be around them girls because you don't know them. But if you yeah, have, yeah. Well, but hold, hold up, bro. Like,
8: you supposed to be the bridge between that, though. You are right. supposed to be the bridge between your friends and your girlfriend, and that that should have already been better I mean, than it, it is.
7: I would say for the most part, she was cool with some like cordial. Nah, but, Dupree. You know, that's on you not wanting to come around. You could have came around. Even know,
1: when you called Dupree, never... you was like, I got the invitation. You was like, damn, you know my wife going, you know, she know I have to bring her. You didn't say, you didn't make it seem like she was invited. It was cool. Hey, you yo, made hey, it seem hey, like, she I got to bring her because friends, if I don't. Her, and
7: her friends be kicking it. I ain't chilling with them. You know what I mean? You go chill with your friends. These are my friends. This is who I grew up with. I've been known them since seventh grade. You know what I mean? We 30 years old now. So it's like at any point of time, you like, oh, yeah, I've been, I've been new. There was your homegirls. I'm going to hang with y'all. I don't have plenty of girls. I'm picking up with y'all. You know what I mean? But that's on you that you felt some type of way you never want to come. Nah. nah. Yeah, that's
9: <laughs> on you, man. Like BZ said, you got to be the bridge, bro. Like you, And if those are really your friends, they're going to absolutely not only want to meet your fiance, they're going to want to accept her and embrace her as a friend, too. Yeah. Hello, who's this?
11: This is Yanni. Hey Yanni, good
1: morning. Talk to us like the egg.
11: <laughs> no, like the pianist, not the penis. Huh? What? All right, go ahead, Yanni. The pianist.
1: <laughs> oh, Yanni. Pianist. pianist
11: Yanni. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, my take on this is like I'm a I'm a girl that has. Really don't have many female friends because chicks just act funny sometimes. Um, but I believe, like you guys are saying, if you have a friend that you've had for a long time, then everyone should be friends and everyone should be comfortable with it. For a girl, it's easy to have dudes as friends because they're going to think, y'all know how y'all get down, they're going to think one day maybe it might happen, but they're going to still continue to be loyal. I think when a dude has a female friend, they be it's more like iffy, iffy, even if you get to know him. Because, this, this, I don't know, I'm a female and I know how females get down. So I wouldn't be really comfortable with that. But on my part, I wouldn't I would have a problem with having my dude friends and knowing my dude, you know. So so you, you are right
8: with it because you feel like you can control whether or not it goes down because, you know, you giving them access or you're denying access. But when it comes to your man, you feel like he can't control himself. He just, if
11: they open it up, he just diving in. Well, I'm not saying totally, but you know, I mean, personally, I just feel like guys got that little extra. Okay, maybe, or you know, let her get a little too close, to, mm. you know, whispering in his ears, and like, nah, we're not doing that. So,
1: no. <laughs> okay, thank you, Yanni. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. If you're just joining us, we're talking about Jada Pinkett Smith. Something she said during our interview about uh, men having women friends and women having men friends. We'll discuss when we come back. It's the Breakfast
5: Club. Good morning. It's topic time.
1: Call
5: 800 585 1051 to join into the discussion with the Breakfast Club. Let's talk about it.
1: Morning everybody, it's DJ N V Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now if you're just joining us, Jada Pinkett Smith was uh, here last hour. We were talking about men having women friends and women having men friends. And this is how the conversation started. When Will was up here, he talked about uh, being insecure a little bit about tupac mm. did y'all ever have that conversation because as, as a man when you're a little insecure i almost feel like you play both sides you want to be yourself but you want to show that you're better than the person that's making him insecure yeah did y'all ever have that conversation
19: i wouldn't say that we had conversations in that way it was just like you know we came up in an era where it was so unusual for a man and a woman to be friends in our era that was just like friends they had to be dating yeah like mm-hmm. what 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 right and so i think for him it was just like getting your mind around around that you know and that the, the kind of friendship that we had because we had such a you know tight friendship that you know was very impactful on my life So we're asking
1: 800-585-1051, what are your thoughts? Now, BZ Baby is our guest co-host today. She feels like men should have women friends and women should have men friends. Yeah, you have to.
8: You can't be a well-rounded individual just walking around with a whole bunch of... I don't want to be in a room full of nothing but vagina. Mm -hmm. You know, I feel like I I need... (laughs) I grew up with all brothers. You know, they teach me things about myself and about men that I need to know. So as I get older... I don't know I got male best friends and my husband's cool with that and I'm okay with him having girlfriends
1: Mm -hmm. it's respect absolutely like the caller said earlier the the, the thing he was saying that you know he didn't know if he wanted to bring his fiance around his other friends Mm -hmm. I'm the different I'm totally different when I go out babe you want to come because I'm going to have just as much friend with the homies than with my wife as well like if if anybody ever seen me out or I've been out anywhere I'd bring my wife with me I have a great time with my wife I drink my wife drink it it don't matter we have a good time if we go to a strip club we both tipping to, I don't know, a casino. We both gambling. Like, we have that much fun. But it's a little
8: questionable when somebody sends an invite to DJ Envy as opposed to you and your wife. Like, the invite should be coming to both of you anyway.
9: A hundred percent. Yes. And that's what I told the dude last time. Like, when he said he didn't want to bring his fiance around his friends, your friends should not only want to meet your fiance, they should be embracing your fiance and bringing her into the circle of Correct. friends with open arms. Correct. Mm-hmm correct well let's go to the phone lines hello who's this
12: hi this is lydia
1: hey lydia good morning good morning
12: i listen to y'all every day oh my god oh
1: we appreciate it mama what's your thoughts
12: um so my thoughts is i believe it's okay for each of us to have guy or girlfriends um as long as they are respectful of the relationship slash marriage because we are married so and then i work in the nightlife part-time so i'm a bartender waitress and i have a bunch of guy friends that i worked with for years and when my husband and i first started dating he was very like accepting of everything and everybody because everybody was like cool and respectful and um once i got married like everybody was like nah she's married leave her alone leave her alone like they were very protective of me so yeah and then his girlfriend girl homegirls that he's had there's only ever been one person that i could be like she's not your friend because a girl just knows when somebody's
1: trying to f- do so but i, I will say yeah, that, so. that that might change it a little bit too right and the reason i say that might yeah, change but, it if you're if you're working like, and guys are hollering at you all day long i think that can make any guy feel a little insecure why i just i think mean boy, he why? he doesn't say anything <laughs> like because they, they don't touch
12: me they, they don't do anything like they can look and they can say what they want to say, and he did. He's not bothered by it because he knows at the end of the night I'm coming home. That's right. With money in
9: my pocket, so. Um, well, what, you're call, what you're calling I, I, being bothered in be, is actually just called being insecure. Yes, I, I, I said that. Well, why? So you don't trust your woman? No, it's not a matter about
1: trusting no, your it's woman. No, about not trusting your woman. But it's just a certain job. So when you're a bartender, most bartenders, I would say a majority of them, they when they serve drinks, they flirt a little, right? We've all had a bartender that flirt. Yes or no? No,
8: I think think you're kind.
1: you I think you just you're yeah. just
8: kind. You're nice to everybody. That, that's your yes, ego. That's you right. think you
1: think everybody flirting with you? That's <laughs> your ego. Red. Light skin. He's light skin. Bro. Right, red, red. <laughs> red. Do bartenders flirt sometimes? All the time. Thank thank you.
8: Thank Red's light skin too. Ma'am, do
1: you flirt at all with with, with people that that buy drinks?
12: No I don't You're
9: lying Can I tell
1: you guys I'm something? Nice.
12: I'm just nice I'm just nice And then they're yeah, like oh, nice. Just nice And then they mistake it for flirting But I'm like no yo, I'm not flirting And then I have to be mean To like
9: I want all guys out here. there To know that's your ego Thank talking you, If you think that Every girl being kind to you Is flirting And if you think Every girl being just nice to you Means that they want you That's all ego bruh bruh Red. And, and 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 you hella insecure if you think that uh Red. You hella insecure and you don't trust your woman if you think guys hollering at her if guys hollering at her bothers you.
7: Right. Bartenders definitely flirt. All the time? I wouldn't say all the time, but they flirt for sure.
8: Um, but everybody flirts. Like the lady at Walmart bagging your groceries is
9: flirting. lady at no, Walmart that never flirts with me. She was bagging the groceries. <laughs> I'm just lady saying. Never hi. If, <laughs> if, never, if you can't of- with me. all she said was hi. <laughs> have a nice day. Oh, Hold that's how it are for me. <laughs> Red, does <laughs> the lady gold? at Walmart <laughs> flirt
7: with you, Red? Nah, no, nah, no, nah, I remember.
8: Listen, anywhere you go, you're going to find what you're looking for. So if you go to the bar looking for someone to flirt, that's what she's doing.
1: Keisha, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Talk to us, Keisha. What's your thoughts?
7: Um, Me personally, like I said, like Jada said, my immature self wanted to be friends with my man's friends all the time when I was younger. Me now, I don't even care. That's your man. Like, those are your friends. I don't want to be friends with the girlfriends. I don't want to be friends with their wives. Just let me do me. You go have fun with your friends and I'm good.
9: Yeah, if it happens organically, though, yeah, yeah. that's great. I don't
7: really care anymore. I'm just, you know, I've gotten older. I'm more mature. Like... At this point, if it's beneficial to you, fine. If it's not beneficial to you, cut it out. For me, it's not beneficial, so I don't want any parts of it.
1: Thank you, Keisha. All right, what's the moral of the story, guys? The
8: moral of the story is, friends, how many of us have them? Let's be friends
1: <laughs> Forty
8: <before laughs> go in need,
9: first uh, uh, All right. I think, I think the moral of the story is friendship is always a, a sweet responsibility. Never an opportunity. Amen. That's what I think.
8: And it doesn't matter what private parts you have. Yes. Mm. All
9: right. All right, well, let's get to the rumors.
5: Hey! You
8: can't be mad when people don't understand your
5: dreams. Because God didn't give them your vision. Here's juice. This is the rumor report. If
8: you say my name three times, I'm going to show up. Beasy, baby. Beasy,
9: baby.
5: Beasy, baby. 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 Good
9: morning. On The Breakfast Club. All the mics, right? Okay, there you the mics on, right? <laughs> And Now it's TeleMated TeleMated uh, Produced that And so you to and know what else Real quick What's Red that? and
1: Envy Yes, sir
9: Bartenders want tips You idiots That's why they're being Nice to your stupid asses That's not flirting They want y'all to tip them Okay, continue Beasy Period. Mm -hmm.
8: All right. (laughs) Yo, shout out to T.I. T.I. is doing some good in his community in Atlanta. (laughs) He's building an affordable housing (laughs) complex and uh, unveiled 143 apartment units as well as 25 special units for homeless youth. And this is right there. Donald Lee Hallowell Parkway. And this is the area where he grew up. His grandma used to shop and he did some things there uh, himself. Check out what the news had to say about this.
16: Bar. Today, Atlanta
9: rapper T.I. attended the ribbon cutting of his first affordable apartment development. It includes 143 apartments and 25 special units for homeless kids. The Intrada West Side sits across from Center Hill Park in northwest Atlanta. T.I., whose real name is Clifford Harris, told us he remembers how the community struggled when he was young.
14: The arts and
9: entertainment industry in this city has been able to collaborate
1: and and be profitable enough to to offer the community so many things that,
9: you know, are much needed.
6: Developers say the property was once a shopping center where T.I.'s grandmother
9: used to shop for groceries. Man, dropping the clues bombs for Tip, man. Shout out to T I I I need y'all to be loud about this because I don't think y'all understand how incredible this is. You know, mm-hmm. people love to whisper your success and they love to scream about your failure. So y'all need to be loud about this. The way y'all loud about anything that's some BS. Because this is incredible. Mm-hmm. This is this is beyond investing in your block. And Tip's been working on this for years. Mm-hmm. Like he he bought that uh he bought those, that building a long, 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 long time ago. Before the pandemic. Way before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like probably in over a decade ago.
8: And as somebody who was homeless as a teenager, like mm-hmm. I understand the importance of this for kids that mm-hmm. are aging out of foster care mm-hmm. and don't have anywhere to go or don't have family, like this is really the bridge to better. So That's shout right. out to him for that.
9: Mm-hmm. And Remember when he was up here he was saying how he had to have a had to have a grocery store and you had to have a, yeah, like, was like a grocery, black he was grocery store. That was just a few months ago. A few months ago. Yeah. yeah. So so salute to tip.
8: And now he's done it. And this is the same community that he's taken from. Literally. Check yeah. this out.
9: People don't tell nobody, I got caught stealing that that came on right here, <laughs> okay, and I thought that, you know, you know, uh, d- d- just to offset the shame that came with that, you know, <laughs> it would be, it would behoove me, you, you know, to, to invest in the community by acquiring this piece of property, it's the least I could do, you know what I'm saying, everyone does a little, no one has to do a lot. That's right. Mm -hmm. Only a person who is from a community uh, Knows exactly what a community needs So Tip knows that that community needs that so he gave it to him. And Correct.
8: shout out to Killer Mike because he said this decision and the efforts that he put into making this happen was inspired by Killer Mike.
9: So That's right. Just goes
8: to show how mm-hmm. each one of us can do a little something to make everything better.
9: Love both those brothers, man. Salute to uh, Clifford Harris and Michael Rinder.
8: Also in the rumor report, it looks like Drake is teasing a surprise EP just after announcing the tour that he's going to be doing that features J Cole. He posted this video saying that the, this new EP is not leftover songs. It's brand new stuff. It's uh, brand new songs are moved to create and put out in this moment to make this moment a little bit better check out what he had to say
6: I feel no need to appease
0: anybody I feel so confident about the body of work that I just dropped that I know I could go and disappear for whatever 6 months a year two years even though I'm not really like into it. I'm not really into the lengthy super lengthy disappearances for the
14: sake of mystery but You know, ultimately, it's coming to me in a way that I haven't experienced maybe since, like, if you're reading this, where it's just kind
0: of like, I feel like I'm on drugs. I feel like I'm in that mental state without doing anything. I did those songs in the last five days. I didn't have one bar written down for those songs on the night that For All the Dolls dropped. It's not like I'm picking up from some unfinished you know, this is just, it's, it's happening on its own.
9: Do you think he's inspired to do this because of the backlash that the album uh, that he put out for All the Dogs got? Or should we just accept the fact that Drake likes to put out music the same way Wayne does and Gucci and Youngboy and Pac? He just likes making music. Or I think this, both. Or is this a response to the backlash?
1: I think both. I think one is a little response to the backlash. And two, I think he just enjoys making music. I mm. mean, Drake raps. He likes to make music. Well, he raps and he sings. Well, he raps and he sings. And but he likes to put out music. And, yeah, that too. You know. And I'm excited about it. I can't wait to hear it tonight. I'm hoping that he gives me... What I want, pause, and that's
9: a, a full rap album. with Him
8: rapping, Drake is like the guy that. <laughs> oh,
9: you just you, you just can't help but be gay. It's, oh, it's so strange, like for no reason. I hope I hope he drops tonight and he gives me what I want. I <laughs> didn't say it like that. God, it's coming, dang, that's exactly it's coming. In it. the yes. air. Oh my God, did you hear? It? Girl, oh. You grow up. I ain't say grow up. I say gross. Bro. Hey, yo. S- right?
1: Scary it's hours. Like, you just be sexualizing the objectifying <laughs> I don't. I just said guys. I'm a Drake fan, and I hope he gives me
9: you the music stop, that I want. Please stop objectifying yeah, people you, on yeah, it's, radio, it's the way man. you think about things. Everybody heard it. <laughs> right? Everybody <laughs> heard it, bro. Jesus Christ. I will say this, though. That Drake and J. Cole video. Hard. First person shooter.
1: What's happening? What's going on? I never know what you... It's (laughs) hard. Pause. What are you talking... What's up, man? Oh, my
9: God. Jesus Christ. If you like it, you like it. I like it. I like the video because that is how I want my superstar rappers to be looking in videos that was a superstar rapper video y'all yes. be too regular riding around the city on city bikes and all kind of crazy stuff like everybody that, doesn't have the same budget sir that like that drinking cold definitely yeah, they have do, it but they can every, pay out of pocket every other rapper might not have that budget and whoever that director was i, I don't know, i can't remember the guy's name it came on at the end of the video that was like that Killed was it. that was 90s rap video-esque they, i like i enjoyed that they yesterday. spent some money on that video yes mm-hmm. all right
8: all right. Yeah. all right moving along cardi b is defending will smith Will Smith's name's been in the headlines consistently lately. We heard a great Jada Pinkett interview earlier and it looks like Cardi B is chiming in. The most recent story has the accusation that he was getting he was getting, with his friend Dwayne Martin. If you've been listening since 7 you would have already heard the interview. You know it. Uh, Jada addressed the allegations. She's ready to go to war. She said they're completely untrue. The Smith family does plan to take legal action. If you missed it, make sure you check the interview out on YouTube, but definitely check out what Cardi B had to say.
18: I don't like how I was fooled a couple of weeks ago. Some people just never change. I don't like that shit. I don't like what people be doing to Will Smith. I be feeling like Will Smith is very unproblematic and I feel like he got like a nice heart. I found out that Will Smith is a Libra. I always said this, like Libras, we be getting tried, we be getting tried. And then when we outburst, we outburst so heavy that we become the the ones in the wrong. At your job as a journalist, you should be able to detect whether somebody is bullshit or not because anybody could say something about anybody look what happened to me in 2018 when a that i never that i don't even i i didn't even know her name was saying that she know me that she did into my house anybody could say a fake ass story about you fake ass believe it
9: Nobody cares about the truth and the lies more entertainment, entertaining Thanks. man. And there is no discernment with any of this stuff because nobody wants to not believe. They want to believe the salacious stuff. Mm-hmm. It's just it's, it makes for better conversation for individuals. Yeah. And it
8: allows people to escape their own truth.
9: That's right. Yeah,
1: but That's it can right. it can mess up homes. It can mess up businesses. It can mess up all types of things that people are trying to do because of these lies. But that is your rumor report. Now let's get to the People's Choice mix. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
5: The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same.
1: Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Our guest co-host, BZ Baby, is here. Yeah! And we got a salute to Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart just received the Mark Twain Prize for American
0: Humor. This is considered to be the com- uh, comic. In the pressure cooker of the NBA playoffs, there's no room to fake it. When the NBA championship is on the line, every pass, every shot... Which teams will rise from the chaos? Which teams will conquer? Which team is going to make this year their year? These are the moments of unscripted, pure entertainment that only happen on the hardwood. You've waited all season for this. It's time to take it to the next level. Don't miss one minute of the action. Tune into the NBA playoffs on ESPN and ABC.
14: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
1: his highest honor that's right uh, it started in 1998 and the first person to receive this was Richard Pryor so yes the ceremony too. when
9: is the ceremony Kevin Hart uh, I don't know when the ceremony yeah, it's com- is it's coming up soon they, they announced that he's, that he's getting it mm-hmm. yes
8: and it's only been like over 20 people to receive this award like this is not something a whole lot of people have gotten so yes. oh no, that's
9: a big deal yeah so, well deserved too well
1: deserved all right when we come back, we got the positive notice. The Breakfast Club, good morning. Good morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Charlemagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now we have BZ Baby here, our special guest co-host. And we appreciate you for uh, hanging with us today. And you come back tomorrow?
8: Thanks for having me. Yes, I'm, I'm looking forward to hanging out tomorrow. Thanks, both of y'all. Like, Absolutely. y'all have a really, it's time, you got to get some flowers real quick. Mm-hmm. Just, you guys have been doing work for over a decade in this mm-hmm. capacity. And much of the world listens to you every day for entertainment. Mm-hmm. But you both talk about marriage and you show mm-hmm. what it looks like to be a husband and a mm-hmm. father as well as putting out you know, a word on mental health and just moving the culture forward in the right direction. So thank you, thank you for allowing thank me you. to be here today but thank you for the work
9: you do all year. Give you me you. your Twitters and Instagrams and all that stuff, B Z.
1: It's at Beezy Baby everywhere. B-E-A-S-Y-B-A-Y-B-I-E. Alright, when we come back we got...
9: Oh, no, you got a positive note now. Give us a positive note. Well, yeah, and I want to remind everybody, man, this Saturday uh, in Monks Corner, South Carolina, my hometown, I'm doing my 10th annual turkey giveaway from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, at Berkeley High School in the student uh, parking lot of Berkeley High School. So, you know, we do a drive through every year, man. So all you got to do is uh, pull up, and we'll put... The bird in the car for you, okay? 406 West Main Street, Monks Corner, South Carolina, Berkeley High School, student parking lot, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Uh, my 10th annual turkey giveaway, so I will see y'all there. Now, positive note. Some people get real uncomfortable when you grow out of the box they tried to put you in. You're no longer safe to them because your commitment to transformation reminds them of what they are not stepping into. Have a great day.
0: Breakfast Club, bitches! You y'all, y'all done?